Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense, but we are a science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about cold showers. Can can they expand your life? Can they make your life better? Can they give you energy? Can they stop the aging process? We're also going to be talking about showers in general. Does washing your body just make you more oily? These are the things we want to talk about. <laughs> I love how you said expand your life. Can oh, expand? expand your life or lifespan. The length lifespan. of your life. Um, but I was like, oh, like open my horizons. Wait, but honestly, expand that's... Expand your mind. That's what like... Some bros will tell you. Insider tip, there was a time when we had like a side brand called Expand Your Mind. Remember that? Oh, yeah. What the hell no, was this that was for? like the weird age of Facebook where like our page on Facebook was not allowed to like, you had to have a separate kind of page to post videos or something like that. I want to flip a table every time I think about Facebook doing anything. I know. Anything. Actually, yeah. Let's not even, it, no, but it's like, it's like really they made us do that. They made us do all <laughs> this so work because they were like, if you do this. I don't even know what they promised us. I don't even know what the hell we were thinking. It was their whole pivot to video and they were like, you need a video page, but your page is like a fan page and you can't convert it. So you have to make a new one. And everything about the design of Facebook is like maybe the ugliest thing I've ever seen. So like the process <laughs> of creating that page, we were like on phone calls with Facebook people and they're like, we don't know what to tell you. We don't really know what they that like icon is. Is this like interesting to people? I hope but it was like truly, it, this is insider baseball. If you've ever heard of it, um, where you get the inside scoop on it. Well, actually more inside scoop. We are in a new space. Oh, yeah, I wonder if they can different? tell. Well, like, it feels like it's different. Like sound. Yeah, the acoustics will be different. It's much more echoey. We're at our office loft. Um, and you I know, don't we know do how have I feel. A little, there's like a, we gotta get used to it. I think we need to actually like make it not nicer, but I would love to have the little side note sign behind us and like make it like very cozy. I feel very erect. Whoa, I'm horny. <laughs> yeah, because we're not on a couch. Like wrong. in these chairs, which it feels very Oprah. It feels well, very talk like, about this again when we're like on the YouTube. You can see how different it is. It's just us against a different wall. That's plain. <laughs> I don't know if I like being erect. I mean, obviously I like being erect. But I don't know if I like being erect like this in a chair. I can't decide. I like it right now. Actually, I like the support. Sometimes yeah. a couch is too droopy and I get like yeah. uncomfortable. This is like, okay, I can sit here for a while. I like I being I like being droopy and like almost like as if no one's listening, so I can say crazy stuff and feel like no one's <laughs> listening, even though I'm talking into a microphone, which is crazy. You know uh, what's crazy? What we're doing that? right now. <laughs> what you're doing right now too. 
What, crossing my legs? No, <laughs> talking into a microphone, like, in this room. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like, this is insane. It's way more... Now that we're in a new space, I'm like, I Ew. actually feel, like, absurd. Our podcast is so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're literally just... But, like, tell all your friends room. and family, like, subscribe. Yeah, and, and like, rate it, and, and like, hi. leave a review. <laughs> and, like, seriously, if the word of mouth is all that matters for podcasts, and we really think we give you valuable information. <laughs> <laughs> but, actually, you're right. Now that, like, and I actually can't even look at you, because it feels so weird to now be, like, in a different Thank space. Thank God we're not stoned for this one. I think I would probably vomit on this I mic. kind of feel stoned because I just am, came from a massage. Wow. Lucky me, we're on vacation. And not that I only get massages on vacation, <laughs> but um, I feel very loopy. And for those, tell all your friends and family about the massage episode. Go back about, I don't know, 25. There's a whole episode on massages. Do they really work? Are they helpful? Boom, plugging. Okay, let's no, move on. No, it's crazy. I'm oh, like, sorry. I need to listen to that. I know. I like... <laughs> don't remember doing that. I, okay, I'm so curious what the answer is. <laughs> I always like get massages now and I'm like, well, it's certainly not helping my post sports thing. That's but it for feels sure. amazing. No, I know. But I'm like, well, anyway, yeah, yeah. you need to go. You need to go listen to your I'm own go episode. To episode. Massages. Okay. 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 Oh, what did we learn this week? You go first. Oh. I'm being Dom. Oh, you are Dom. Go today. first, man. Dom daddy. <sighs> um, okay. Mine's about vegetarianism. And there was a new study that found in the United States people i wouldn't call them united that much anymore let me tell you that what divided kind of okay can. okay okay we're not <laughs> okay. going there we're not going there Relax. we're not going there um okay coming back how without looking at my notes because i know you'll just stare at my notes and steal my ideas uh i'm just kidding i'm gonna flip <laughs> this table um what do you what kind of person do you associate with a vegetarian or a vegan like when it comes to demographics oh um Oh God, I hate to say this out loud, but white person with dreads. As a vegetarian, <laughs> I'm like, what? Um, people who are morally sound, but like, oh my God, like you're, this is so bad. But I'm like, maybe like more annoying. Well, this will be really interesting. <laughs> no, wait, I take this all back. No, this isn't right. getting recorded, no. right? This isn't getting recorded, <laughs> yeah, This right? is actually just for fun. This is a practice. No, no, I, no, great people, better people. Yes, but but you said the thing that this study <laughs> oh, found. People strongly asso associate vegetarianism with whiteness in America. Oh, wow. But that is not the actuality, which is Whoa. interesting. So this study found. Hello, India. Yeah, but in America. Oh, right? so, so like we're talking yeah India. exactly so there's lots of obviously i'll talk about this later but a huge percentage of indian people in india and so you can probably extrapolate that lots of indians in america are also vegetarians yeah. but um like the the way people associated with was white people first asian people second and least strongly with black and latino people huh. but um white people are actually the least likely to be vegetarian oh my god and black americans are three times more likely to be vegetarian uh, than other Americans. That's it's fascinating. 8% of black Americans are strict vegans or vegetarians compared to just 3% of the general population. Because it's truly like pitched to you as annoying white people and we need to change that narrative. Yeah, I think there's <laughs> lots of different like African cultures, uh, Asian cultures that inherently have like so many vegetarian meals. Yeah. And then I was like reading some discourse around this and it was funny because people were like, actually when you think about it, when you think about the people who are like meatitarians, like I only eat meat, it's like, well that's, I picture white people. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean? true. But there are some cultures that you think of if you go to a restaurant, like um, isn't like, uh, I already lost the kind of place in South America. I was thinking in my mind, like Argentinian food, is it meat or which one? Oh is like, yeah, yeah. That's or like, even like Korean barbecue, you like yeah. associate with like lots of meats and or stuff. Or even but, like, 
Well, but now it, I'm thinking about Ethiopian food. It's like whenever, like we're vegetarian and the Ethiopian vegetarian options are amazing. amazing. Yeah, like equally as good yeah. to the meat ones that so you don't I'm like, feel like Yeah, that's it. like a place that's so easy to um, be veggie. Interestingly, on the same note, a poll by Gallup found that 31% of non-white Americans have reduced their meat consumption in the past year. This was like a year or two ago. Oh, that's good. But only 19% of white Americans had. So actually, it's like POCs are reducing their meat consumption at a higher rate and in general to the population of America are already wow, it's just like more likely to be vegetarian. Every day there's just stats piling in about why white people are the worst. Like it, it's like from <laughs> it's, all okay, angles. Yeah. No, but it's great. It's great. It's important. It's just like so funny. It's but like it every angle. It's like, yeah, there's this sort of like yuppie idea of yeah. like, like, privileged, affluent white people yeah. are vegetarians. And it's that because is there true. are those like, vegan bottles, acai bowl like places so that places. are so expensive yeah, and overpriced and they're more like health conscious. I bet you can get grilled chicken and all that stuff. Yeah. That's just really cool because stats don't lie except sometimes they do. But yeah. like, that's really good information. I and think. I would say the last little tidbit is you mentioned India. So it's ex- estimated that 20 to 39% of the population is vegetarian. So now we're talking outside of America. The second country. Are you looking at my notes? Did you just see what the no, second country is? No, you always <laughs> you do that. stare at my computer. No, because there's nowhere else to look because you put it right in front of my face. But I'm not. I'm literally thinking okay, in my head. So what do you think the second country? With like country or continent? Country. Most, so India is the highest vegetarian rate. Okay, yeah. Number two, if you had to guess. God, like, no, Bangladesh, we went there. They ate so much meat. Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> uh, it will surprise you. Like America? It's Mexico. Oh, number two in the world, 19% of the population vegetarian. Wow. And then Canada is number 21 with 7.6%. Good Lord. And America is number 35. I can't believe I said America. I'm so embarrassed. Anyway, Um, Mexico. Yeah. Good job, Mexico. And there's so many people there too. Like that's so many vegetarians. Yeah. It's not like it's a small country like us. Yeah, exactly. like literally there's no one in our country <laughs> it's empty <laughs> cool i mean okay. like maybe it's like part of not being able to grow vegetables for like six months of the year here like maybe it's like somehow embedded into our culture that it's like either although like you're no store vegetables and we yeah, obviously have we vegetables can all pickle. year round <laughs> yeah we want we have whatever we want all year round we're the most gluttonous disgusting country on earth okay um wow did someone just knock on the door Oh my God, guys, it it's really our first, like, like you know, sometimes in podcasts, like parcels come, I actually hate when that happens. Oh. When people are like, oh, I'm going to the door. I'm like, no, you're not. You're on a podcast. Be professional. Anyways, truly, that was just not actually a knock. Obviously. And where we said, why do I keep hearing a knock? <laughs> no. no, it's just noises. Um, I'm scared. Mitch, is, Mitch always <laughs> scared. goes to fear more on that. Later. We're like right by the door of the entrance. And I'm just like, is everyone out there listening? It's so embarrassing. Oh God. Do you think our neighbors can hear us? Yes. That's Hell. No, but that would be crazy. Would they? Would, don't you think they just think we'd have? We're having a very active conversation. Yeah, they're like they're so peppy. <laughs> be like, just, wow! I wish my talking. relationship was like them. They keep talking <laughs> over each other with stats all the yeah, time. Yeah, little. But outside of this hour, they're like they're absolutely silent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like literally, don't talk. Or there's music <laughs> blasting, and I always leave the door like singing bad bunny like middle of the note open the door and they're just like eating breakfast outside and i'm like hey and they're just like yeah shut the hell up okay um so what i learned this week was that i don't i still don't even believe this (laughs) like i'm just was like i was like read it in a book and then i was doing research and i was like why is this not right okay but okay so the earliest earliest reproductive organism so reproductive organism okay. that wasn't just like 
cloning itself. Like that's like how reproduction used to occur. Like yeah, essentially yeah. was an egg laying organism. Okay. And therefore is defined as a female. So like with the biology of like animals and species, it's really interesting because it's like, obviously there's a lot of intersex species, but like male and female are terms that we often use a lot in the animal kingdom. But mm -hmm. obviously like for humans is really complicated. We have culture, we have all these other like things going on. Um, but scientists estimate that 600 to 800 million years ago, the only creatures in existence were cloning egg laying creatures who were females. Hmm. But then males likely only arrive on like the evolutionary timeline 350 million years ago when like gametes started to diverge in size and it was the dawn of sex. Hmm. So it's like maleness evolved only like, as an adaptation to uh, femaleness. Interesting. So it's kind of, I just like the idea of like. Did you give a timeline for both of those? It was like. Yeah, so 600, 800 million years ago, that's like, is, is the, like the, um, is the egg laying organisms. Okay. 350 million years ago is like when maleness so evolves. Like hundreds of millions of years later. Yeah, and it's also just like, why are, I mean, I always do this culture thing was like males are running the world. It's like, why <laughs> we are like the literal, like pathetic little thing that like grew out of females. Literally. Uh, it's just interesting. Yeah, and there's, that is really interesting. it's I a really cool that. book. It's called bitch. <laughs> it's, and it's all about like how females have been perceived by scientists and science so incorrectly and they just go through all these species and all these like radical interesting femin feminist scientists who are also sometimes men sometimes women sometimes in between sometimes non-binary who are just like completely changing the way that scientists talk about what it means to be female and there is so much insane shit that Darwin said mm -hmm. and that these people said that you're like right. oh my god I forgot that they were like living in like England in the 1800s yeah. and obviously like hated women it's so weird it's really weird like there's we're so removed well we're not so removed but we are obviously so removed from a lot of those times but yeah like, obviously still embedded in part of that culture but so much of everything we understand is through a specific lens that yeah. we can't always see and it's really funny because it's like Darwin, like, I'm not gonna like rag on Darwin. He's the most like, he could literally change the whole history of like <laughs> every way that we observe life on earth. Like he's like, has an amazing brain, but him and some of his peers and all these people throughout the years, it's so interesting. All the false, horrible studies that they mm -hmm. get published because they're ignoring like the fact that like maybe the women can have sex with other men. Right. Like it's always the men who are cheating. They're like, like looking at species. Yeah, mean? they always, they literally think that men because they have small gametes like sperm humans, or like about? humans, but they put it on every animal. Okay. They're like the men, the men are meant to fuck around. Women are meant to be docile and stay at home. And they say that about like animals that they're studying. And then over time, all these people are realizing like these women are fucking around like crazy. Like this they're And then they're, observations are all wrong and they're like well we can't really figure out why these things are happening and then they that's how they end the study and it's like no because the women are just doing something different right. and they're not like staying at home with the man <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird it's like you realize it's so it's honestly hilarious and it's that a really funny book that, yeah. no, that they cool. and it's so it's so interesting and so good and it's like one of those things that we're i think we're speaking to people who like love science i think who listen to this podcast and I love science so much that I also love to rag on it so hard. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. like the whole other faction of the world where it's like, you need to believe and understand yeah, scientists. Like a little, literally insider baseball again. It's like, yeah. it's, it's good to criticize and be critical of the thing you're part of. But on the outside, we want yeah. people to trust science and like trust yeah. that most of it is 
uh, what do you say? Like it's trying to do the yeah. right thing, even if it's like and, beholden and, and to its, its own and, biases. And when science is really not doing the right thing, like being racist and being misogynist, it's extra fascinating to me mm. because it's always placed in this like sort of it's like objective, like, ob- objective, yeah, truth, objective, right? Which like is trying to be very pretentious. Back yeah, you can see where they were blinded by their own bias and they were not actually being objective, even though they were probably so high on themselves for being objective people. It is a good reminder for any scientist, anyone who teaches or talks to like have a little humility when it comes to the things. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, of course we want to say like, there are things that there's lots and lots of evidence for, but it is like, I don't want this to minimize the things like climate change that we see. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. know. That's why it's funny. It's like, I wish there was a way I could press a button and like make videos that only talk to people who like believe in climate change and we can get like to the bottom of things. But then there's just like, we have to be so vast because some people truly like, don't believe scientists because a lot of the information is accurate and hard to take. Mm -hmm. Anyways, it's a really, really good book. Obviously designed for people Bitch. who love science to read. Who run the world. Man. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, wait. The other day, a bunch of people said that they don't like that song, and I felt really embarrassed. Oh, yeah. it was really hilarious. It was like our <laughs> friends being like, well, no, because it's like Beyonce's saying this, and we're all like, no, girls don't run the world. Like, it's, it is, it was hilarious. It was a bunch of girls, I guess. Yeah, like, like being that. like, this is not a fun song to sing, like, at a concert when we're all like, no, we don't. We're, like, so <laughs> oppressed. Like, fair, fair. Like, it'd be different if, like, that song came out and everything changed. Right. And, like, Angela Merkel's were all over the world. Okay, that's fair, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, should we take a break and yeah. come back for cold showers? Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. People don't always realize that physical symptoms like headaches, teeth grinding even, which I do, even digestive issues can be indicators of stress. And let's not forget about doom scrolling. (laughs) sleeping too little sleeping too much which actually for me is like now under eating or overeating stress shows up in all kinds of ways and in a world that's telling you to do more sleep less and grind all the time hustle harder hustle culture hustle culture here is your reminder to take care of yourself do less and maybe try some therapy. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy. Give it a try and see if online therapy can help lower your stress. Side Note is sponsored by BetterHelp, and listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash side note. That's betterhelp.com slash side note. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. Study time. 
My foot literally just fell asleep and it really hurts. Like pins and needles. And pins that. and needles are wild. Do I write it down? Is that an app? Like, is there enough for that? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> grass, you know how often grass. we do this? And then I look at them and I'm like, that's weird. I just wrote abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was pretty good. Actually. Yeah. You think? Should we do abstinence? Yeah. Okay. We're just going to be like, yeah, dumb idea to teach abstinence <laughs> and then move on. But I guess there might be okay, interesting just, things. Just, you know, write pins and needles for now. Okay. Y'all can sound off. <laughs> So <laughs> needle sounds great. Um, I feel yeah. like we're going to talk about cold showers and I feel like what prompted this also was a bit of us. Like we were just away and we weren't showering cause we were like on a lake in a cabin. And yeah. So we like didn't living. shower for two weeks. Two Let's weeks. go. And obviously that is like not totally linked to cold showers, but we had experience coming home. Wait, we were, slow. What did you say? Obviously, that's, that's like not, not musical chairs. Oh, no, I forgot what I said. Not totally related to cold showers. Is oh, what I think I was trying okay. to say. Like, but it just made us think of showering, which we're going to talk about today, and whether or not like it, you need to do it that often. But also, it's because the lake was quote-unquote cold, yeah. and you were swimming in it, and I think maybe could have felt the effects of the Wim Hof of it all. Because yeah. you do and have <laughs> since then been like, coming like walking down the stairs like loopy like just had a hot shower midday now i can't do anything yeah this happens to me all the time and i'm like then have a cold one i know i know and i'm changing my mind and i'm gonna come around to but where do you want to start with this okay let me start let me start because i got roman bath history to go in oh whoa so roman bathing also do not (laughs) ask me when that was oh no isn't the greek bathing hot greek bathing is gay um they probably all were everyone's gay gay. roman's anti-gay thought no, but like, no, I was anti-gay. People who like me about anything people who have sex, men who have sex with men are also anti-gay. Oh, I'm just fair. saying for Go sure, ahead. Romans had sex, men had sex with men, sure, women sure, had sex with sure, sure, sure. Anyways, <laughs> um, in my history course, Roman bathing is gay, <laughs> but it was based around the practice of moving through a series of heated rooms that would always culminate in like a cold room. So that's when like the first like now that everyone's cold bathing again, they're like. The Romans did it. Now everyone's obsessed with being like, how did they know. get a cold? Um, it was deep. It was like caves. I see. It was so like, they would like go into the ground. Yeah. And um, essentially like there is a lot of studies we're going to talk about today claiming a lot of positive benefits from cold showers, cold bathing, which could be jumping in like a really cold body of water. Or like those cryo chamber things. Mm -hmm. But most of the things that I'm talking about are just cold showers, things that you can do with cold showers. Like essentially studies done on people taking cold showers. But I also decided this week to listen to like a bunch of podcasts, like typed in like cold shower science. And like it is actually insane what people are saying out there. Like based on this science I read, it was a lot different than like what information people are getting from pop science type podcast places like for example it doesn't have an immune an immune boosting boosting potential like yeah, whenever you look in that whole it's culture that has evolved i think around cold showers that has probably been blown out of proportion yeah probably comes from some and we'll talk about like the legitimate research that's been done and the interesting findings yes. and interesting hypotheses and theories but like the way it's taking a grip of like masculine culture. It's <laughs> insane. So wait, the guy like, I'm trying remember to Remember when you told out- me also about that breathing book? It was like, breathe through your nose. Oh my God. Okay. And it was like, every man was like, did you know? 
If you breathe through your nose, like you'll, you'll be live invincible. forever. Okay, I honestly, I'm so sorry, everyone. Probably tons of you have read the book Breath. Like, there's a bunch of amazing parts about like lungs and how they work, and lungs are so interesting and cool. It's where carbon dioxide goddamn leaves and where oxygen goes in. It's like such a cool process. So the first like quarter of the book is amazing scientific like literature, mm-hmm. like really well done to the point that I was like, this is so fun to read. Then it just goes off the motherfucking rails. <laughs> and it's like, because it was so good at the beginning, I think people really buy into this hard science. Mm. And then he quickly switches his tone to this insane like shit. And I think so many people buy it because they were almost like hooked by the beginning. Mm. And it's very similar to what's happening with the cold showers thing. So there's this guy, he's like super jacked. He's like always on, he's like the number one like podcast about cold showers. I forget his name. I'm going to look him up. But essentially what he would, you don't mean Wim Hof who kind of no, like invented the cold bath No, like method. he's, he's a whole other thing. Um, and like, yeah, good for you. Like I didn't know you could get famous from just like getting in cold water, but he <laughs> was able to do that. But this guy, it's like, so, for example, like there's this study that he keeps talking about and it's like very like um, oh, I'm trying to find him. It's very like compelling because the self reported results mm. are really positive from people. Right. Huberman, I mean? Huberman Lab. OK. Psycom Media, the Huberman Lab podcast. And I know I like seen so many like sexy, like gay, masculine men be like new Huberman. apps, amazing. It's like very it's very like. Um, the guy's jacked and he's just telling you how to like live your life better. Okay. He's just the new version Beyond of that. just cold showers. It's like a yeah. self-help. But like if you, but he truly has like 17 episodes about cold showers and okay. I listened to them and I was just like, this is crazy. So there's this one study where they got people to have cold showers for 30 seconds, 60 seconds and 90 seconds. And they essentially like, and then people who didn't have cold showers at all, they tried and asked them to do it every single day, twice a day, different amounts of people. Some people did it, some people didn't. And the results were like amazing in the sense that they were like, I felt so much better. And there's this interesting thing that happened that he does not explain well, which is that their self-reported sick days went down, mm-hmm. but their illness oh, I, days I didn't go say, down. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so it's, it's like those days they felt they, they, it's like they actually called in sick less to work, but they yeah. were just as sick through the year. Yes. So it's like there are days where you likely call in sick and maybe you're like, mm, never mind. Like I'm actually like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you might actually yeah. like be like, I thought I was getting sick. You're actually fine. But their actual illness days were way, they didn't get sick less. Right. They thought they were sick less. Yes. And they had, they definitely felt like they had increased energy and there are studies like done on mice and done on people to find that there are like specific cytokines and chemicals that do get released because you're essentially putting your body under like quick stress. So there's a lot of like fascinating science to back up what could be happening, right. but none of it is like corroborated. And whenever you get into the, like the immune function of it all, yeah. it falls apart. And one thing that bothers me is that like, if you actually want to help your immune system, you got a vaccine. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? I'm like, there's like actually there's like a biochemical science. Like I'm only going to do these natural things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But even just like we got our fourth dose recently and I was like, this is the gym. This is the 
only thing that's kind of like quote unquote the gym for my immune system. Fair. And like, and like we understand the mechanism how it works. To it. Yes, yeah, yes. Like we can scientists can go down to the microscopic level and say like here's what the proteins are doing, here's yeah. what's changing, here's how it binds, here's how it goes through your DNA like yeah it's like that specific and there's none there's there isn't I looked hard there is none of that for immune function for cold showers Fair. but people are telling you that there is right because yeah a lot of it's around like reporting feeling better and and maybe there's outcomes in some studies this is this is just anecdotal yeah. I'm not saying I saw them perhaps there are some studies that show that people did feel like didn't get sick as much but that is and that's still interesting I think it goes back to our conversation earlier where it's like sometimes you have to leave room that just because something is improving yet, yes, yeah, mean for it, sure. it might not be in the future. No, I honestly they think they might be validated in everything they're saying. I have a goddamn cold. I had a cold shower before this. I love right. cold showers, yeah. but I'm not sitting there being like, well, not going to get sick today. I'm right. just like, <laughs> it does make, it does wake me up. It does cause a specific like shock better. and stress response that works. Like I genuinely, like there are a lot of interesting, like beta endorphins that get released in mm-hmm. mice and like things where I'm like, it's not, ever I think gonna be a bad thing right you know what I mean like I'm enjoying yeah. it and it's related to something called like hormesis you ever heard of her um basically okay coming to the stage <laughs> snatch the fan for the clock, clock, clock. oh we haven't talked about Beyonce Continue. oh my god hormesis is a really good drag name it's such a good it's such hormesis. a good drag name <laughs> Uh, do you want it or do I want it <laughs> I don't know we'll debate that right continue um, but basically that's just like the idea that a level of stress on your body can be good yes obviously when you go to the extreme, your body falters, but this is why exercise is good. You're yeah. going through home racist, you're stressing your body. Yeah. And as a result, it's like oxidative stress, which is not good in like large amounts. If you deprive your body of oxygen, you yeah. die. But in like these quantities that are like stressing you, but not too much, it can trigger a lot of great things in your body. It yeah. triggers in the case of like exercise, immune response. It increases like blood flow. It increases like all these different biological markers, which they can see. And what I find really interesting related to most of these hormesis things is that they often have, or sorry, more recently have been linked to like increasing lifespan. That's been like a lot of research from like, there's Ooh. a book called Lifespan by David St. Clair. I really liked, um, I think it is, somewhat not controversial but i know like he sometimes gets criticized because huh. he has very intense beliefs and he's kind of on the cutting edge of like these mice studies wait does he think that cold he mentioned there's a very there's a very short moment in the book about cold showers and he talks about like some of the possible mechanisms there might be and that there is evidence that it increases lifespan but um it's like just one small section Hmm. but it's all to do with that same idea of like these stressors um it says there's a lot more like there's also some evidence for saunas so people who are in saunas uh, and like when they put you know test subjects like mice and stuff through like heat extremes you see a similar thing but there's way more evidence for cold yeah which is interesting so it's nice it's not nice but it's interesting that he was able to say saunas might work too but there's not nearly as much evidence well it's kind of one of those things like it's like this happens so much with pop science it's like these are really cool studies like cold plunging all these things they are like i do them I, it was my personality for a winter, two winters ago. I would go to Lake Ontario. I would jump in the water. People would be watching me. People would like literally clap. I'd be like, slap to the to the clap, clap, clap. Like I was just like voguing out of the water. Like Harmesis is here. Like I felt so good. And they were like, oh my God, you must like love Wim Hof. You're going to live forever. And I'd be like, okay, like what now? Like I'm like, I'm just, I'm doing this. It makes me feel amazing. There is like a documented sort of personal 
in my journaling, I'm like, I just had a cold. I like read what I wrote and it's like, I'm fucking high on life. <laughs> like that is a fine thing to feel, but it's just when things get pushed so far to be like, now you're going to live longer. It's yeah. like, okay, maybe in the future there will be some crazy small like statistic that stands out like that, but you can't jump in cold water and expect they're going to live longer. Life is so much more complicated than mm-hmm. that. And I mean, it's just, it's just weird how these things get pulled. So into like the zeitgeist in these weird ways from science. Yeah. From because science. honestly it feels, it is a simple solution and everyone kind of wants a simple True. solution. Right? And, and it, it's like, it's got the, it's the perfect thing. It's the Buckley's of health where you're like, they like they make it taste bad. So you think you're yeah. getting better. So it's like oh, you like, it doesn't have to taste bad. Yeah. Um, the cold shower gives you enough of a like, Oh, like, Oh my God. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying it doesn't help at all. And I'm not, I don't know about, but no, I've never it like, it does help. Yeah. We know but that, that <laughs> moment mentally, it is also like, I think key for a lot of people thinking it's a short term pain, but then I get all this gain from it. Right. Yeah. It's kind of like, when people would rather have a pill that can make you fit than like work out for years and years and yeah. years and years. It's like really exhausting to think about that. If you could just do something for 15 seconds a day and be like healthy, that's like a pretty amazing claim. It's, yeah. it's why I think people buy into it. Huh, that's interesting. That's um, a really good point. Cause it's like hard enough, but it's actually not that hard. To yeah. Do. You can viscerally feel yeah. the difference. Your body clenches. You probably like, you I don't do this. So I don't actually know. Just <laughs> turn a dial on your goddamn shower. Well, it's yeah. very easy. Yeah. You can, you can do it easily. Yeah. No, what I do this is a really fun ritual. I want everyone to enjoy this. So first <laughs> of all, I don't really have hot showers to begin with. Like they're always like warm to start. Then depending on my, vibe of how I just woke up. Like if I'm like pep in my step, I'm like, I think I might've already said this. I only do a seven second cold. If I'm hungover, I'm like, we might have to do 30 seconds to a minute because it's like, you're so suffering that like you need to go. like so much worse to me when I'm suffering and make myself suffer more. Well, because it's like, (laughs) it's like, it's like how much do you need in my head is like what I do. And it's really fun. Like just now, because I was doing it for me. I'm like, okay, am I taking two pills or am I doing (laughs) Exactly. Pre-podcast, I was like, yo, I'm going to have to do at least 20 seconds. Yo, I'm going to have to do at least 20 seconds because I'm like having to be pep, to be peppy. And I just, it's fun. It's honestly fun. It's like nothing bad is going to come from it. You're going to feel good. There's a lot of amazing science to explain why you will feel better. Why Mm. not even placebo vibes. Like there are specific chemicals that it does release. It causes Mm. a stress response. There's like when you do cold plunges, they only thing you kind of have to know is that you can have this like gasp moment. Like it's like cold shock. Oh, your body like automatically does. You mean? Yeah. It's called a cold shock response. So it's why like whenever someone's like, this is an amazing thing to do with no danger. Like sometimes the Wim Hof of it all is like, like they try and make it seem super dangerous and cool. Mm. But really what it is, is that if you jump into a really cold body of water, that's like deep, you might have this cold shock response that causes you to gasp and suck water in. So you could like, quote unquote, I see that is dangerous. That is no, no, that is dangerous, but it's like, but like that's actually, but, but I've done this so many times where I'm like, okay, like you can just and I don't, jump in, not up under, like it's only an immediate thing. I just think, right. it, I think it's like, just do it and don't worry about the cold response. Cause it's not as big a deal. I'm going to be thing. honest. I don't think I'm ever, ever, ever going to jump into a frozen lake. Like I, no matter what, even if I found out this was like making me live forever, I, well, in that case, maybe, <laughs> but I think yeah. like, it's why it's, not many people do it. <laughs> I don't like the shower aspect of it. I'm like, okay, I could every now and then I certainly 
don't love the idea because in the morning you're much more more a morning person than I am. Like I feel like I'm way more likely to be kind of grumpy and off in the morning. I think a cold shower could make that worse. But maybe I'll try. Maybe I'll make it better. Well, okay. You also have like a relatively like low pain tolerance. <laughs> no, I think it, like your life's like. From what I've read, and there was a book that got me <laughs> what into were you this. What to say? My life is what? Like pretty good. Like you don't have, you don't know. No, like I've read about people who have resorted to this. <laughs> Your life is so bad. No, no, you definitely life, need the cold My life tower. is so good, and I'm doing this is just to put a little icing on the cake. That is my life. But I'm saying there are people like who. There's some pretty valid arguments about how it can help with like pain therapy, like people who are in a lot of extreme pain. And and there's some funny studies that think like you're just putting yourself in all these painful situations that other pain feels less painful. (laughs) There's a similar study that I don't really love with depression. Like it's when you read it, it's kind of vague. Mm -hmm. But again, with self-reported people with depression, it is found to help. They don't know why. One theory is literally that you build because over time you, you build a tolerance to the cold like really quickly within mm-hmm. weeks. Like people who are doing cold plunges can start to last minutes to two minutes. Right. Like after your body like, being just shocked like shocked the mm-hmm. first time, and they're they think that it's it's helping you deal with depression because you're literally just like adapting to stress and adapting mm-hmm. to these things that but I'm doesn't like, that it also seems... release like you know positive hormones. Sorry, and, sorry, like it, dopamine and stuff yeah, like that. That may, is, it, it does. But sorry, they said parts of that in it, which I don't like. I'm like, okay. I'm, or I'm just like, that's kind it's of vague. vague. But yeah. like, if you're someone with depression and you're doing this and it's helping you, yeah. like, that's for sure. Yeah. That's like, it's nice because it is harmless in that sense. Like, everyone needs to know, like, the goal is not to get hypothermia, but for, no one's really going to do that. If your joints in your fingers or thumbs start to hurt, that's when you know you're going to close to hypothermia and get out. Yeah. But if you're doing it in your shower, <laughs> it's very unlikely. No, you're not going to hurt yourself. So that's no, why that's it's true. kind of like, why poo on it? It's like, even if it's not fully substantiated <laughs> and you're in the shower, you can poo on it and you can wash it off. Yeah, um, no, exactly. It's no, like, exactly. it's just like why it does. It's not hurting. Anyone. I so think if it makes everyone you feel good, needs to have a cold shower today. Who's listening today. Yeah. Just do it. And you mean like cold enough that it shocks you. Yeah. I go like that's on my little dial I, all the way to the left or that's sick. It's not. No, like I, I've literally never gone even close to that. Okay, well, on no. our dial. Well, then you're gonna feel absolutely amazing <laughs> after. I think like some no. Okay, so this got brought up too because we were and I talked about it before going to the cottage. Like I have a severe fear of cold water in particular, but in general, like I, maybe our tolerances are just different. But this was my goal at the cottage at the yeah. lake was to go in every day and force myself try to get through this and mental barrier. I did. It wasn't. It wasn't so cold, to be honest, right? Like, it was cold to me, but I think, like, it wasn't, like, anything near ice water. <laughs> like, No, no, it wasn't, but I, it was I still cold. I usually would go for a run, and then I'd be like, I, it's really nice. That makes or it I, even cold. I know, but when you're, like, really sweating, it can yeah, feel yeah, really fair, nice fair. to cool down that way. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this. Just to say... Well, I would say then you came back, and we're, like, went in the shower, and you were like, I've completely oh, changed true. my perspective. That is true. So what I found interesting <laughs> was when... I, I sadly hate to admit this. I really like like really hot showers. Like it feels so good to me. So I typically have always had a hot shower, but after being there and coming back, I put the shower to where I normally would. And it was way too hot. Yeah. That's and what we're we saying. You get adapted. To, yeah. Like, not that I wanted it freezing, but I put it to like a much cooler temperature than I would. And I thought that was interesting. So you're right. I probably just need more time to adapt. And I think I've heard people say like, instead of trying to go all the way freezing first, you just like do a little bit. Oh, okay. You're telling everyone to, I'm, I say everyone go all the way freezing. I, I'm I literally just, just, I'm like, just like, I can't. That's no, like you literal can. torture. 
It's not. We're doing an episode right, about how literal uh, torture. We're talking about how <laughs> it's going to improve your energy, improve your cognitive ability, make you feel better. I would There's be random stuff saying. Even when I go in the lake, that's fine. I scream, I scream too. <laughs> that's part of it. And it's okay. Apparently, after only six immersions, the cold shock response gets like halved when you're doing it in the like um, ice. ice lakes. Like your body can adapt to this stuff quickly. Like do it for one second, then two, then three, then four. So. Yeah. Like okay. it's just it's not that it's not something that's gonna like it, Shock you you're forever. you're gonna like have sort of like progression with it which will feel cool. You're gonna get better at dealing with cold water. And yeah. it's only gonna help you. Like the studies only say I'm it just could saying, help. I think there might be people out there like me that if they go too cold too fast, might not like it. Yeah, maybe. You know, like but the it's, post, like, it's like working out too hard too fast. Yeah, okay, your body fine. for a that's week. Fine, like fine. Mind, I'm just know? trying to tell people to do something cool. Okay. And there's also a really cool study that the NHS did during the pandemic that the results aren't out for where half of the nurses at hospitals would not go cold plunge and the other half would have to go cold plunging and they saw really positive results for like coping with the pandemic as healthcare Mm. professionals. Annoying because all it says was really positive responses and the study's not out. So I'm like, I'd love to read that. (laughs) But like there are there are people and places who are actually saying we could like, quote unquote, die diagnose cold plunging to mm-hmm. help deal with maybe stress and things like that. Yeah. And I, I think that's really cool. I love that's like, it's cool that exercise and um, healthy eating and this kind of stuff can be a firsthand diagnosis yeah. or even just like over medicine. Like it's a great, I'm not saying don't take your medicine. I'm just saying it's awesome to realize that there are lots of these things that we realize even like yoga and just like deep breathing. I'm not yeah. talking about that book, but it just in like, that kind of like soft oh my God. meditative way can be actually really helpful. <laughs> yeah. It's and actually it, good for you. This is just breath all over again. It's like, obviously breathing's good. <laughs> like, <laughs> obviously like slow breathing. We know that that's good. There's really cool information about what it can do to the, like your parasympathetic nervous system. Like these things are good. Cold showers are good. I encourage everyone to have cold mm. showers. Well, I remember, but one it's like, time don't take it so far. People. I had heard that, um, sometimes people who smoke cigarettes carry a lot less tension in their shoulders and that it was hypothesized that's because they breathe deeply so much more often. Well, that's cool. I mean, so it's like, it is interesting to do yoga. Probably, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like introducing. Don't those. smoke, do yoga. Yeah, exactly. And I think with the temperature thing, it's like, Humans probably were subject, like we live in temperature controlled environments all the time now. Our bodies are obviously designed to be in pretty extreme temperatures, like to be going from really, like especially for communities that live like where we do naturally before, before we had like homes and heating and air conditioning would go through really extreme temperatures. And so it's kind of like, okay, that's probably like a normal state to be like going from one to the other. It's also like, when I think about the future, I just think about heat waves and death from heat and hot and the lack of coldness on our planet that I, in the winter, like to cold plunge because I'm just like, this is a unique thing to be able to do <laughs> right now on our planet with global warming and climate change. Yeah. Like, it's a gift that I get this gorgeous freezing lake that I can just literally bike to and jump in. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, in the future, yeah. it's like, I it's don't like know how cold that lake's ever going to be. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm serious. Like, there's a there's a part of me that's like, enjoy right. it that's while you can. Yeah. yeah. Which great. I think is like, that's nothing to do with the science of why right. cold showers are helpful, but it's like a nice motivator idea. for you. Yeah. Yeah. Or and even, to appreciate coldness. Yeah. Yeah. While we have it. Because so <laughs> many people are like, 
especially in Canada, it's like people complain about the winter so much and then it's just like the summer comes and everyone's like, well, we're dying from heat. And it's like, oh, yeah. Whoa. And more and more people, at least where we live are like, remember when there was like snow on Christmas? It's like, it's so much more rare now. When we were kids, it was like, it would always snow on Christmas. Yeah. I know this is But like then it still does. It still does. But like in anecdotally, it feels yeah. like less less often yeah i never know if that's true like i just want to read because I, I always am just like is that just something that like we say because like canadians love talking about weather it's like all we can Maybe. talk about because like when i think about the like half a meter of snow we got this year it's like this year was wasn't that around christmas it was great it was after but remember and like the city just shut down for three days because it was actually like no one could <laughs> <Yeah>. move <laughs> like things like that where i'm like that was crazy yeah, like that was true. like we are still getting so snow. much snow that i actually couldn't believe it <laughs> i still can't believe it uh, before we, I don't know if it's okay if I like switch the topic to just showering in general. Oh, I was, I was like to Beyonce, sure, great album. To okay, Beyonce. We can talk um, about yeah, that. no, no, I want to talk about actual showering because I, yeah, I don't because know. that was the other element of being at the lake is that we truly didn't shower for two weeks. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not saying I didn't smell, and obviously, like, like it's hard to know, but I don't think I did. Um, but then we came home and I smelled my bag and I almost ralphed. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, um, what was no, no, that? Okay. So <laughs> here's what I think. Well, interesting little tidbit. If you spend 15 minutes a day washing, like in a shower. What? That's a lot. But for some people, it's not. Like some people like shower for like half an hour. Isn't that? What? That's a problem. I know. Like I truly think my showers are three minutes. I'm a white person. I don't wash my legs. I shower in like 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> um... Well, your fucking cold shower is 30 seconds, you said. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm hot for 10, and I wash anyway, for 10 seconds. Anyway, so seconds I rounded this down because the stat was 30 minutes, and I was like, that's insane. What? But this um, was half of that. So if you do 15 minutes a day, and you happen to live to 100, you would, spend, you would spend almost 10,000 hours of your life washing like in a shower, which is more than a year of your life. <laughs> so the person's argument was like you could get a year of your life back or like some of that. Well, but some back. people enjoy that obviously. Yeah, right? it's true. And like But no, wait, we need to we need to like you need to come sit in front of us and explain to us why you're washing yourself for 15 long. minutes. But again, I am a white person who like is gross. So I don't know if I have a great Well, example. that's what so I read this other book called Clean a while back and I was going to make an episode on it. I tried to stop showering and it was a really hard experience. But but I, you just did it for 2 weeks. I know. <laughs> but oh you know what we had a lake that was what the difference was oh like, like you what, can't go in water yeah so when i stopped showering oh. i really was like my skin is getting so greasy i feel like i'm so oh, associating showering gotcha. with waking up at least at the cottage i would jump in the water i'd feel refreshed um wow someone likes a cold plunge well not even cold but you know what i'm saying right it's a totally different thing like we had access and i'm just thinking that's why we weren't smelling so bad is because we were going in the water i would like rub my body in the water to like make myself like get rid of okay. whatever was there. Um, but this book goes into a lot how we have been over conditioned to think that we need to wash way more than we actually probably do. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I really need to change that because I do have a shower every morning. Granted it is only a few minutes and it's quick and I don't wash my whole body, but um, and like hygiene is obviously so important. It's an amazing adaptation humans have come up with. Uh, I didn't know this, but hygiene actually means disease avoidance. It's oh. a technical term. So in animals, they measure this. They as have well. hygiene. Yeah, like birds, like yeah. monkeys, bats. They pick things out of each other. It's not just like necessarily washing in water. It's just about like literally avoiding Whoa. crabs. Avoid crabs that have parasites. Animals have so much hygiene. Yeah. Um, it was like raccoons, badgers, and lemurs have des designated latrine sites where they go to the bathroom. Oh, man, so like I love they, that. They're aware that there's like... <gasps> that bird video. Oh, yeah. We saw the coolest Literally. video so, of 
Oh, yeah, go. You go, you go. Oh. Well, it was just saying like birds don't defecate in their own nest. Like they Yeah, don't. we saw this. Like my friend showed me this video of a baby bird. Okay, we could not figure out what was happening, but it was a baby bird taking a shit. But the <laughs> shit that came out looked like a gorgeous, perfect membrane balloon. sack <laughs> balloon that the mom immediately grabbed with her beak and flew off. And we found out that it's like the young birds will shit like with a membrane around it. So that the a, that parents can make sure that they can get any diseases away from the nest. Also, if they shot in the nest, it would attract from smell, like lots of predators Mm -hmm. and that the like mother birds will fly to different sites to drop it in order to make sure that like it doesn't show where their nest is. Some birds will always make sure they drop it into water, but it was the most it was the coolest little. I'm, I'm going to put on never Instagram. ever seen gonna put on that happen ever before. It was amazing. Birds are so cool, and Literally they're more evolved. A little than baby us. bird just like flipped its butt up. A little like balloon came out. The mother took it, or father. I'm assuming it's the mother, but I don't know. And flew away. Yeah. And we were just like, "What just happened?" It was so cool. Like we were like, it was amazing to watch. I will put it on our Instagram when this comes out tomorrow. Go to ASAP Science on Instagram. You'll see a cool balloon shit. <laughs> but it's a great example of hygiene. But think about going back to like humans have kind of like over commoditized hygiene to cleanliness right so the book makes a big distinction between being clean and being hygienic like Mm. hygiene is super important and in fact it's like in the book they state that it's one of the most cost effective methods of like um, taking care of humans like looking at hygiene is like an amazing thing that we have to do as someone who's unhygienic I'm like okay well it's like toilets and water you are not unhygienic no but I always no one really in the western world like if you have access to proper toilets showers like no but before COVID I was like people used to people will wash their hands when they leave the subway I never thought of that (laughs) And everyone was like, yeah, that's disgusting. And I was like, I've never thought that. I like eat a bag of chips on the subway and like rub it right, on the pole. Right, but you're alive and you're fine. And so, that's what I'm saying. I'm unhygienic though. But that's not, that's maybe could be dis- like hy- hygienic, but I think like in some ways it might be going piss, to be Piss, extreme. piss, 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 never wash Constantly my hands. Constantly washing hands, right? Because you have to remember <laughs> that we have like microbes that are really important for us. And every time you wash your hands or wash your body, you're actually stripping them off your body. And that is why they believe. Mm. So this happened to me when I stopped showering, I felt like so greasy. Yeah. And the thought is that it's because the microbes are gone. And so it takes a while for them to repopulate before they'll eat the oil on your skin again. Cool. Like you're literally in harmony, right? And a, a balance with like the way nature is. So it will over time, you will be less greasy. Yeah, and I've, I've done that with my hair. Like I really rarely wash my hair. I remember when I first started, it was really hard. It was like really greasy. It was easier because I could cut my hair short and then there's a lot That's less cool. grease. That's um, cool. But I just thought that was interesting. Um, I also thought it was interesting that soap operas were literally designed to sell soap. Did you know? What? Like they're, it, it made me think of, um, soap operas. Yeah. Soap operas. It was like, they started as like audio talkies is what they were called. And they played during the day when mostly like housewives were able to like listen to radio. And so they would be like selling products through these like stories. Isn't that crazy? And also over time, soap it, is evil. Cause <laughs> well, I no lever. The company oh, <laughs> like was from British colonization, went to like the democratic Republic of Congo, the current place took it over and named a literal city called like Leverville <laughs> where they enslaved people to create palm, like in these horrible positions to get the palm oil to come back to Britain to make soap. Mm. And then that became Unilever. And it's like their history is a, col- is a truly colonizing a country 
and using British rule and capital and and capitalism to just make soap and like demolished this like part of the Democratic Republic of Congo. Then they just picked up and left, and it's they're still suffering from it. So it's like yeah. that's soap. Also, that we could what wipe our ass. Okay, <laughs> sorry. I hate soap. Wow, I'm never. I'm only cold showering with no soap from now. But on. I'm kidding. That's not true. I'm not saying soap isn't important. By the way. Oh what? Like, <laughs> okay. like soap is important. Oh, it's because you said soap operas. It just made me mad for some reason. No, I mean obviously. No soap is important. I know. I that know. That is part of hygiene, <laughs> right? So like. But it's like kind of the amount and the obsession that our culture goes to. I yeah. think that some scientists and groups of people try to fight back against to be like, you don't have to shower as much. Like you don't have to literally scrub your body every day. Mm-hmm. That's not what being hygienic is. And that is often intertwined with like capitalistic endeavors. Yeah. B.O. Body odor was also a marketing term that was first invented. Whoa. And that was then correlated with the sale of deodorants and it was like do you want to hide your smell and it was marketed to people because body odor at first was like a problem for like a subset of the category of of people but then it started getting marketed to people as a preventative measure just in case you don't realize you have it make sure you buy this and so like it is intertwined with a good thing being clean and making sure you're not getting sick but then it's also like then taken advantage of and we get our soap from nate makes soap my friend makes the soap i would encourage everyone to look on that bottle and if it says unilever don't buy it don't buy a bottle yeah, true. buy soap and, that's like like handmade. also we use soap from a refill depot as well yeah that is like at least you're supporting like less packaging a waste as well yeah it's true i went when we went to get our fourth dose i had to kill time after like the five minutes just to like make sure i was fine and I was walking up and down the aisles of like Shoppers Drug Mart, which is like our CVS or like a pharmacy. And was like, this is hell. <laughs> like just like the the shampoo place. I was like, no, like what? There's so like many things, like hundreds of bottles. People are, it's so busy. People are like, people are like basing their personality around like which is the one that they use. I like mean, it, it's, it's hard not to fall prey to you. If it's not that, it could be something else. It could be other skin treatments that you do. Like, everyone's kind of has yeah. their thing that they I'm just saying into. it's surprising. Like, you, when you go to those places, you see, like, how many options there are, and you're like, this is insane, because when it comes down to it, like, it's soap. <laughs> like, when it comes down to the soap that you're buying, it's like, it's soap or body wash. Right. It's For the so weird. Part, yeah. yeah. Like you're, it's like a very simple thing that people can literally make themselves. Yeah. That it's not like there's some crazy yeah. smart genius and they have a new the brand coolest of soap. packaging and all these ways to, like, tell you crazy shit that it would do but in your head it's like it's not doing that it's soap yeah <laughs> it's not that deep it's not that deep um cool yeah that was kind of all i had to say no that was fun i i'm gonna have cold showers i'm going to use soap still don't worry but maybe like less i don't know yeah i would you? like to try to shower less but i think it will be hard because it is also so embedded in my morning routine that I like when I tried it, like I would like to make this a goal. I was obviously able to do it when I was at the lake, but I had that water to go. Mm. To me, it's like, I don't need to wash my body. I just like, sometimes yeah, it's just no. like getting wet is nice. I'm going to keep having showers like, for sure. I love it. So, but I, I, I appreciate people who, um, don't like <laughs> there's a lot of people who are like every three days, every four days, every five days shower Yeah, that's and cool. don't and aren't gross. Yeah. You know, there's a point when you have to realize if you smell, but that could be more a problem of like wearing the same clothes or, you know, like if you change and wear, I don't know, but I'm going to try that and yeah. we'll see if I try cold showers. I might try like a lukewarm shower first. Find out <laughs> next week if his lukewarm shower does anything. Okay. It won't. Push. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. 
flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify. In store. Shopify POS is everything you need to sell in person. From payments to inventory, Shopify unites your sales into one commerce platform. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash retail 23. Shopify.com slash retail 23.